0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to the first ever Touching Base College Baseball podcast, um, where me, myself, um, and Mazak are going to be talking about um, the upcoming season, um, going over some of our own rankings compared to the uh, AP Top 25, going over some players to watch in college baseball, um, the MLB draft coming up as well, and uh, just looking forward to uh, having a good time talking about some baseball with everybody. Just a little bit
1: more on yeah, yeah, so a little bit more on uh, Lenny and I. Uh, we're both going to be interning with the Cape League this year. I'll be working with the Harbor Hawks, and it will be a uh, social media intern for the for the entire Cape League. Um, so we figured like we might as well get a little head start on who like you know some of the top college players are and stuff like that. So we're going to start this up, talk about some teams and matchups we like on a weekly basis, and then uh, kind of just see where it goes from there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do you want to talk about your personal? Uh background with uh just baseball in general and uh where you study where you study what school you go to
1: yeah yeah so I go to UMass Samhurst I'm graduating in May um I played baseball through high school I've always loved watching the game um so yeah I kind of want to you know start a career in baseball operations or analytics so uh yeah I'm trying to get a little head start on uh figuring out how to do that at least at the college level and then um sure. see yeah. what happens career wise yeah
0: As for myself, um, I'm a junior at the University of New Hampshire, um, studying sports management with a uh, Spanish minor. Um, I currently play club baseball here at UNH, so that's pretty fun. Um, Always had a love for the game. I mean, you and I played high school baseball together. Right. Um, And yeah, I'm just really excited to uh, get started with this and look at some guys who I might be uh, making some TikToks with.
1: with Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure.
0: But yeah. Yeah. if you want to uh, jump into our first topic, go right ahead.
1: Yeah, so I was just going to start with giving everyone, like, a breakdown of, uh, you know, the conference representation of the top 25. Uh, obviously, like, the SEC is leading, you know, every conference in, in top 25 teams. They got eight, um, followed by, like, the ACC, who is six, uh, the Big 12, who is four, the Pac-12, who is three, the Big West, um, who is two, the American Athletic, which is one, and then Missouri Valley, which also is one. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you notice the you know the only Power Five conference that has no representation is the Big Ten. So um, that'll be interesting to watch, uh, you know, going forward. Um, for
0: sure. Didn't Michigan,
1: Michigan? I they used to be. Yeah, past. Michigan, Ohio State. Those are both teams that like now they're. I mean, no. I guess this year we uh, we got, got a couple guys playing for the Harbor Hawks from Michigan. Um,
0: okay.
1: But yeah, no, they're they're not up here. Maybe if they get off to a good start, but uh
0: yeah i mean these are always subject to change it's just i mean I know everybody's at the same record right now zero and zero
1: yeah so exactly right
0: it's an even playing field going in we'll see
1: what so happens yeah, we're gonna get into you know three teams that each of us like from uh from the top 25 by uh rankings from from you know d1 baseball and stuff uh t- disclaimer they're all sec teams so we are a little biased i guess towards the sec but um you know, people kind of expect one of those teams to win the, the championship every single year. So, uh, Len, do you want to get started with the uh, reigning national champs?
0: Yeah, I mean, Mississippi State. Um, obviously, you know, they were a powerhouse um, last year with, uh, I believe, Tanner Allen. Um, very uh, very memorable player just because, at least for me, the way that he wore his, uh, his pants, he would roll them up all the way up just a little, uh, little style difference there. Little flex, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, they want. They went on a pretty impressive run um, last year, and they're gonna kind of look to uh, defend that title um, going forward this year in the spring. Um, one of the matchups that uh, I think will kind of really measure um, their ability to maybe go after another title is gonna be when they play Arkansas on April first. Um, that should be a good game for them. I know that they just recently um, – Or one thing that I wanted to touch uh, base on about Mississippi, Mississippi State is their fan base. And I think a lot, a lot of college baseball teams um, really thrive off of uh, a good fan base and that can help them, um, you know, down the stretch. Mississippi State just held a um, kind of a fan function at their stadium where uh, a bunch of uh, – I think it was like the first like 500 fans into the stadium got uh, dude T-shirts and it said dudes across the front um, and then the coach, um, was able to speak, um, some of the players who are returning from last year's championship team were able to speak, kind of address the fans, thank them for all the support. Um, I think that stadium should be rocking this year. Um, and it should have some, uh, really good games and be competitive, hopefully going forward. Um, but yeah, April 1st, I think will be a good measuring stick when they play Arkansas because at the, at the beginning, I think they should play like Long Beach state, um, you know, some of these. Lesser talented teams, although you know the, that could be a trap game for them. I know. Do you I mean, want, Long do you Beach to...
1: State. Yeah, they're uh, they're. I think they're ranked 24th in the preseason. So I mean, that'll definitely be a good match. They're no, they're no Arkansas, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be that'll be a good little start to the season before uh, they really get into the heart of their SEC schedule. Definitely.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, another team that I wanted to touch uh, touch base on is going to be LSU. Um, yeah, I would you, say. I'm a little biased towards them um, just because I played um, for a former LSU college baseball player, Rich (laughs) won the national championship with LSU and I played on his um, AAU or travel ball team when I was growing up. Um, Some players to look at on the LSU squad going forward this year are Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan. They're both in the running for the golden spikes award. Um, Dylan Cruz actually led the sec in total bases. Um, last year so he's definitely a guy to watch um and then trey morgan's athleticism um should be on full display at alex Box stadium this year so um that'll be really exciting
1: yeah they've got 4 preseason all all-americans so they're, you know, they're that team just is about, like, just about half that lineup is expected if, to they, don't, if things, they don't if they don't produce
0: another alex bregman type guy i would i would be shocked i mean yeah i think they've got a really 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 good program there and uh
1: should be fun to watch no, I want to uh,
0: maybe give you give uh, your uh, top two, and then we can move on from. Next yeah, I'll sometime. start
1: on on um yeah Arkansas is kind of the first team I looked at. Uh, obviously, they they lost a few of their guys uh, from last year, um, you know Christian Franklin being the primary one who was taken in the fourth round uh, by the Cubs, but they probably the best middle infield and in base in uh, college baseball right now with uh, battles and and Robert Moore um battles kind of came onto the scene last year obviously from uh two years of community college junior college um and you know posted like an ops of almost 800 so I'm, you know started pretty much every game short so it'll be cool to see how both of those guys play more is projected to go in the first round and battles in the fifth so um they'll be pretty strong up the middle and i just kind of in the infield in general i think uh wallace is it projected to play third for them? He's supposed to do some big things this year. He had, you know, an OPO of almost nine hundred last year as a, as a true freshman. So um pairing him with Peyton Stovall, who's was the number one player from Louisiana uh, this past year and a top thirty draft prospect going into the year last year, um, it'll it'll be you know pr- pretty fun to watch him. Um He's, going to, he's projected to be the SEC Freshman of the Year by uh, D1 Baseball, so we'll see what goes, what goes on with that. Um, and then kind of running out their lineup is three uh, transfers uh, to kind of fill in for the three guys that they lost uh, in the draft last year, one being Michael Turner, who's a fifth-year senior uh, from Kent State, a uh, graduate transfer. Um, yeah, it'll be cool to see how he places uh, that that catching spot. Um. Another quick note on them, Peyton Paulette, who was supposed to go in the first round this year. I mean, he got uh, Tommy John recently, so their pitching is is pretty uh, pretty up in the air right now. Who's going to be replacing Wicklander? And then uh, Kevin Copps, obviously, who won the, uh, the Golden Spikes Award last year, will be, you know, it's kind of a question mark. Was he a closer um, and- guy, Copps? Cops was a closer. Yeah, he was, I mean. Yeah, I remember was, him being nasty. He posted a sub one ERA. Yeah. And then uh, he started um, the, the uh, super regional game. The, I think it was game three, the decider. They lost two to three, but he pitched eight innings, allowed three runs. Yeah. Um, so he's not,
0: like, he's not uh, restricted to just closer duties. He can come out of the think Yeah, I, I think,
1: uh, think he's a reliever in pro ball still. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, the guy, like. He's just like he's just a guy like he you know he'll he'll pitch kind of like whenever whatever it's whatever it takes
0: fashion you got to be a guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got to be a guy. Um but yeah, so like the question is kind of who's going to fill in that that uh that Friday night role and it's either going to be sophomore Jackson Wiggins or uh freshman Hagan Smith who's out of Texas so yeah, we'll kind of see what goes on with them but um need to find an arm a reliable arm. Yeah, they do need to, you know, get that Friday night guy, kind of similar to Vanderbilt, who I'll talk about, or I guess you'll talk about kind of uh pretty soon here. But uh, yeah, the game to watch is uh coming up next weekend against uh they got a uh, Saturday game against Stanford. So um who's obviously ranked you know number six in the preseason. So that'll be a a good um a good you know like early early season indicator on how they'll start exactly. things off here. Yeah. Another, another Nolan Caden Smith. He's gonna or Hagen Smith. He's gonna be pitching uh, for the Firebirds this year, this summer. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, we've seen a lot of him. Okay, That's right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then another team I liked was uh, Tennessee. The Harbor, Harbor Hawks have a couple Tennessee guys and uh, yep. And Kyle Booker, who should be exciting, and then um, Chase Burns, who is probably gonna make Team USA. So I don't know if we're gonna really see him down in the Cape, but um. Mm. This is a team that lost six players to the draft, uh, you know, but they do have still one of the top outfields. Uh, they have two guys ranked, you know, in the top 50 for outfielders. And then uh, sophomore Kyle Booker, who super athletic, he's a smaller guy, but he yeah. producing his limited at bats last year. So, um, I'm excited for what he's going to do this spring. And then, uh, you know, this summer with the down to Hyannis, um, and then they got a couple. One of those outfielders uh, Beck, is projected to go in the first round, along with their Friday night guy Ted Wells. So uh, we'll see what goes I on, think on with that. You
0: might be failing me here, but wasn't Tennessee the team that had that crazy walk-off grand slam in the College yeah. World Series? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All over social media. Oh it yeah, wasn't lefty, That lefty just took a fastball right, right out of the park. Electric, electric. In the Right field. Hopefully, we'll have some more of that this season. Eh? Is that? Yeah, they're,
1: they're they're. I don't actually know. Who. I don't remember who that guy was. I mean, um, I'm sure he's still on the team. I wouldn't be surprised if it was one of the guys that's projected to uh, get drafted or, or something, but, um, yeah, I mean, they were a first-round exit in the College World Series last year, so. Drew Gilbert.
0: Walk off oh, it's Gilbert,
1: yeah. Gil- Gilbert's uh, projected to go uh, in the third round this year, so. Seems like he's
0: got the clutch gene in him, so. So, yeah,
1: yeah, he, he's, he's got some some clout to his name, definitely. Um, go. and then they're, they're playing number one or like preseason ranked number one, Texas at Minute Maid Park, uh, where the Astros play on, uh, March 4th. So that'll be a cool, you'll, you'll probably see Tidwell who's projected first rounder go against them. So that's mm-hmm. a huge game for him, huge game for the program. So, um, yeah, it's kind of where we'll see like what kind of team they're going to be and what kind of team Tidwell or what kind of player Tidwell is going to be this year. So yeah, those are kind of like, do, do you want to talk about Mandy doll or?
0: Yeah, we can talk about Vandy. Yeah.
1: Whether
0: not? or not they're going to live up to their name, the Vandy boys. Or let's,
1: or let's see it on the team.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, they, they, got, they have a prospect down there.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right.
0: Graham Seed, 6'6", right? here, <laughs> out <of> Lexington, Massachusetts. <laughs> we might be a little biased, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch on him later. Yeah, in, yeah. Maybe in some future podcasts. Um, But, no, the guy who I fun, – funny enough, I want to talk about uh, a Massachusetts guy, Dominic Keegan. Yeah, um, who is going to be a stud for Vanderbilt this year. He's from Methuen, Massachusetts. Um, I know a bunch of guys that go to UNH um, who are from Methuen and know him personally. So I'm um, excited to kind of uh, see what he's able to do for them. And then another guy I was looking at is Gavin Cassis. I'm not sure if he's a, as any relation to Tristan Cassis, the Red Sox prospect. Mm. Um, I can uh, pull that up right here really quick. But, yeah, I mean, Vanderbilt, Corbin – that head coach I mean he's been there yeah. so uh, so long and continued to do um, an exemplary job with that group of guys um, I think they have uh, one gold mine that's winning a national championship yeah. weren't able to do it last year came very close with the uh, with the stars that they had you know they probably think that one kind of was the one that got away that was their year last year um, yeah to that that goal but they just have an unlimited amount of, of potential Um this team, um, you got Tyler Shoemaker, um, Dominic Keegan. Um, let me see if Cassis is on here.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, there, no, they were, I mean, they're returning a lot of guys, uh, that, you know, played big roles in, in their run, which ended up coming short, uh, last year though. Um, I think the only guys that they're really missing is obviously CJ Rodriguez who was drafted, um, Jason Gonzalez, who was their third baseman. Mm-hmm. And then um, Isaiah Thomas, who I, well, I started watching college baseball, really like my senior year of high school, so 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, he, Isaiah Thomas pretty much popped off the screen. Like he didn't start that many games for them, but um, he was pretty impactful when he played. Yeah. I guess uh, he got, did not get drafted last year as a junior, came back this fall, and then – decided that he was not gonna actually like yeah. continue with his hit his year there. He kind of uh decided to part ways from the teams. Decided to part ways from the team. So who's gonna fill in the right field is probably Spencer Jones, who is massive. I think he's like six seven. Um but he also got some time at DH last year. So it, it won't be, you know, a new role for him to play it won't be new for him to be in the lineup. Um, I should yeah. say. Um, but they return, yeah, obviously. Carter Young, who's projected to go pretty high in the draft. Um, Bradfield yeah, Jr., that, who's. I was about to mention Enrique
0: center. Bradfield Jr. That's got to be awesome. Yeah, a team at this I mean,
1: point. yeah, he's a he's 47. He, I think he's, he either led this country or was second in stolen bases last year in the Sweet SEC, teams, which is right, crazy.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, by will the way, Van Belt has the guys to to make another run. Now, will they? It's going to have to wait. It deep. depends on the
1: pitching, the pitching, the pitching, the pitching. I mean, they, they were lucky to get uh, Keegan back in. Maldonado both got drafted both decided to come back to Vanderbilt Maldonado might be the best um reliever in college baseball so um a huge get back for them Mm -hmm. Uh, and then uh a guy who might be their Friday starter who I mean he's a fresh true freshman so we'll see but uh Carter Holton who was the number one ranked left-handed pitcher from my perfect game last year um he's out of Georgia he's only he's like 5'11 195 but he like kind of like if you watch him throw, he looks like Sale a little bit. Um, you know, he's a, right, he's a super low like arm angle and stuff. Uh, he's throwing in like you know the low to mid nineties as a true freshman there. So I think uh, it'll be it'll be fun to see him go. Um, I mean, they, they play Oklahoma State the first weekend, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, yeah. But yeah, he'll get thrown kind of right into the action immediately.
0: Seems like we got a lot of college baseball to look forward to. This oh, spring. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Friday's a, an
1: exciting day for sure.
0: What are we, two days away now? Two days
1: away. Yeah. We're recording until the 16th. Yeah. I want
0: to, um, talk a little bit um, about, you know, kind of a, just a team to watch or a player to watch that is not in the top
1: 25. I'm going to get, yeah, I have one more top 25 team that I want to talk about uh, Florida. Uh, they have the most top 100 drive prospects um, Years. in the country. Obviously, you know, led by Judd Fabian, who unfortunately didn't sign with the Red Sox last year as a second round pick, but um I guess like I know I'm still hoping I'm still hoping him to do well, but I would have loved to have him in the system. He was pretty electric last year. Yeah. Like 20 home runs or so. Um but I mean they yeah. got a bunch of guys that what's up with all these
0: guys? What's up with all these guys getting drafted and they don't want to sign? Kumar, not enough money for him. Judd, not enough money for him either. Yeah, well, what 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 do you think is uh the underlying cause of that?
1: Kumar, well, I mean Kumar had the the underlying injury, so I don't like. It's kind of tough for a team to really commit to that, and then he's gonna you you, you have to bite it. Or I'm surprised he didn't go back to Vanderbilt and just like kind of run it back. Uh, That would I mean that would
0: billboard he is billboard up in New York City. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. Also, I mean the the Mets would have had a great draft if they signed and they they picked up a rocker and Mike Vassell. so, I don't know. Mike Bassel was supposed to go in the first round out of high school. but Another, another Massachusetts guy. Right. I ended up going you in the eighth a- last year. you face him in high school? I Not when he was pitching, but, yeah, we, we faced him. Uh, he hit against Madison a few times. Yeah. Over three bad. with a strikeout. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Madison. Shout out Madison. Yeah, shut him down. Um, but, uh, I mean, he was going to get drafted in the first round for throwing, you know, mid-90s. Not necessarily for his bat, but, yeah, the guy's a beast. Yeah. Um, yeah, a freshman that that they're looking forward to to have it and is a guy that's going to be in the Cape as well as uh Pierce Capola. He's like I think like six eight, going from the left side. Um, he'll he'll be probably a big part. Of, he'll either be in the rotation or um, be a big part of that bullpen. Uh, they, yeah, they I mean they have several pitchers getting drafted. A couple uh, you know relief pitchers who who are ranked pretty or either freshmen who are ranked higher are getting drafted. Um, another, they got Derek Fabian, um, who's the brother of Judd, it's supposed to be their third baseman this year. So that'll be pretty cool. And then they get right into it against uh, number 25, Miami uh, on March 4th. So uh, this is a team that'll be interesting to see. They're warm
0: down there, those lucky buggers.
1: Yeah, yeah. They Lovely lost in the regional last warm. year. So they, they didn't win a single game come college, come uh, base playoff time. So I'm sure they, they got some fire under them. And,
0: when that game is happening, I'll be up in the University of Maine, in, Maine Florida,
1: yeah.
0: in 35 degree weather with snow yeah. on the game playing baseball. What a, what a difference, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, can't complain about uh, playing down in Florida ever, can you? No.
0: And that's probably but why uh, I mean, many prospects come out of Florida. They can play year round. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. I would play year round. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, we each have a team that's outside of the top 25 that, I mean, we don't really think are, like, contenders to win at all or anything, but um are just, like, teams that are going to be fun to watch, and yep. both of them come out of the uh, Colonial Athletic Association or Athletic, like, yeah, Association Conference, I guess. Um, yep. The CAA, yeah. Um, my pick is – uh I mean, I just – I like Northeastern. Obviously, like, I'm a Mass guy, so it was sure. cool to see, like, a team like Northeastern compete at the national level and make the playoffs last year and stuff. Yes. Um They're kind of – they're headlined by uh, Cam Schlitter and Sebastian Keene, who are both going to get drafted saw, in the first – Yeah, right. We watched exactly. Sebastian Keen throw in his last high school game to win the Super 8 yep. uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that guy, he pumps, yeah. Um, But, yeah, those two guys are projected to go in the top ten rounds. Uh They – I mean, they obviously the longest – active winning streak in division one last year.
0: He got drafted but, by the Red Sox, Did he not?
1: Yeah. In the 11th round. Yeah. On the day that he, uh, threw his first game in the super eight against the defending champs, Franklin. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that was a big day for him, but yeah, I mean, those two are, and then they have the freshman, Dennis Collarin, who's coming from North Attleboro, another mass kid, uh, who, who's supposed to put in some big innings in the bullpen, maybe becomes a, maybe starter, who knows, but, um, Wyatt Scott is going to kind of round out their, their rotation on Sundays. Um, but, yeah, I watched a presentation by uh, one of their assistant coaches a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about base running, and it just shows you kind of why they're such a good team. Uh, they emphasize a lot of the little things. I just wanted those from, like, 20, 2021 like, team ranks out there. They were fourth in the country with stolen bases, um, both in, like, number of bases, which was 118, and then um, stolen bases per game, which was uh, 2.46 um their fielding percentage they were ninth in the country uh i think that's i don't know as a massachusetts team like it's hard to get out there early and if you want to get out there early you're shoveling snow like off the off you know Friedman field Literally. um yeah which which they were doing you know like last week or whatever and and like getting your getting your work in with like 25 degree weather and whatnot mm-hmm. um i thought it was cool to see like their ninth bc was 12 last year in fielding and then you have two other mass teams, UMass and Holy Cross, in the bottom twenty in the country and dealing. Um, so I thought it was just kind of cool to see, shows like,
0: what a turf field does. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. turf field provides out two there. pops. Think right, about it.
0: UMass is not playing turf, and neither a Holy Cross. Right, so, turf field definitely. Helps does. The yeah,
1: um, their OBP was thirty third, so maybe like not not the best, but um, yeah. And then their WHIP was third, so like the, the guys are not getting on base when. You know, like they're making good defensive plays, they're not giving up free passes. Um, and then when they do get on base, they're stretching it into, you know, i mean, not like an actual double, but they're getting to the next base. They run the bases really well. Um, That's and yes, cool. doing those small things that really make you like go from a good team to a great team. Uh are their schedule will be, I mean, their record won't be as good as last year. They're playing UNC, Elon and um Charleston. Uh, like you know way more this year. They didn't have them on the schedule last year because the CA split into uh, the north and south, which was because of COVID. Um, so they didn't play those three teams, which are probably the three best teams in the CA outside of Northeastern. Um, so I wouldn't expect the record to be as good, but um, they are still expected to win the entire uh, conference. And then they you know they get right into a couple of, um, ACC teams. March uh, the weekend of March fourth. They're playing NC State, who's a top 10 ranked team in the preseason. And then um, Clemson the week after, who always has some guys. So,
0: always. I mean, we saw Clemson absolutely demolish BC at BC. Yeah. Right. Right. Caden
1: Grice, absolutely balled in that series. Yeah. They, I mean, they have, they have some guys there for sure. Um, Mike Lavin, seems, from what I've heard from anyone I've talked to, like they have nothing but good things to say about him. So, um, it's like a well run team. They get a lot of, Good recruiter on mass. Um, they stay in New England, so you always got to root for one of those teams as a New England guy. So for sure, it'll be exciting to watch.
0: I want to talk a little bit about uh, James Madison University. Um, UNH almost beat them in football this year, <laughs> but uh, we came up short. And you know, we were we were not expected to even play them close because JMU is just they're almost they're almost an FBS team. You know, we're Division One, Division One A. People like to call it um for football um and we we played them close and uh you know the baseball team is also pretty uh pretty competitive and they've got one of my guys um chase the who's going to be playing in the cape this summer with the uh with orleans um and that's oh, she coming be- back i believe so i believe so wow okay um, um and that should be uh, really exciting to see what Chase can do, uh, especially the first week of the season, jumping right into it. Um, they're going to face off against Florida State, um, who I know you want to touch on them and some of the arms they have. You know, uh, Chase's bat up against, um, the, you know, that pitching rotation should uh, yeah. definitely be one to watch. Um, Their weekend
1: rotation consists of three guys who are ranked all top 40 starting pitchers in the uh, in the country. So, yeah, Chase Lawrence is going to get right into it. You know, scouts are going to be right up there trying to see uh, if this guy is truly a top five pick. Come yep. July, yeah. Yep. So
0: uh, I think that that'll be a good matchup for him. Hopefully, he's been uh, doing his offseason hitting program. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's going to get thrown right into the fire against some of the top arms in college baseball.
1: Oh yeah. It'll be exciting. I mean, if he does, if he does a little too well, though, you won't see him in the Cape, though. So you're probably right. sort a little bit. Yeah,
0: you're you're, you're right about that.
1: It's good to address it'll all the be summer, year, regardless, so.
0: regardless of whether we have chased a lot or not, it'll, it'll be a good summer, but it would oh, be Oh, yeah, nice. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no
0: doubt, no doubt. Yeah. I think um, that, uh, that pretty much wraps up what that I, I wanted to really up, yeah. talk about. Did you have anything else you wanted to add before? Oh, we
1: uh, I guess, uh, yeah, Series series to watch. Um, Van versus Oklahoma, Oklahoma State uh, this weekend is uh, the only – Matchup where they're two, you know, ranked teams, so that's always a good baseball to watch. Um, what you're looking for in Vandy is kind of like who's going to be their Friday guy, like who, who's replacing Rocker and, and Lighter, and um, you know, making Vandy, you know, be the powerhouse that they that they are every year. You need mm-hmm. pitching to do that, and um, right. it'll be it'll be cool to see kind of who uh, takes that takes that spot. It'll also be fun to see Dominic Keegan behind back behind the plate, uh, assuming. He takes on that role because that'll be the first time since uh since high school, unless he did it in one of the summer leagues that I'm unaware of that he's really behind there on a day-to-day basis.
0: And that's an area for you to pay attention to. Former uh former Middlesex League catcher. <laughs>
1: that's right, that's right. Winner
0: of the uh Nick Award and <laughs> captain of Lexington High School baseball.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good times. Of course.
0: Um, um. Yeah. Do you want to uh, pause it, or do you want to, like an outro? I can do an outro.
1: <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, if you got something good.
0: Uh, All righty, guys. Thank you for uh, listening to uh, our first ever podcast. We hope to uh, be back with you guys next week. Talk about some of these exciting matchups and uh, just kind of go over uh, the, this week's slate of games. What we liked, what we didn't like. Um, you know, going forward if there were any, uh, any surprises, um, anything that, you know, you know, I kind of called that, you know Um, so uh, we'll be back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys.